Hi, this is Steve Pank and welcome to another Radio Nightmares. A selection of moments from radio around the world where things didn't quite go according to plan. Those moments we all love to hear. We all make mistakes, we all occasionally say things we shouldn't. We're only human. Uh, another form of greeting. William's now racking his brain. Have we gone through them all there? One kiss, two kiss, handshake, hug... Pat on the arm. Rub noses, the Eskimos Rub do. Rub noses? Yeah. And my yeah. nephew, uh, he... With he, your nasal passages. Not with my nasal passages, <laughs> no. We don't, don't want to damage them. them, do we? <laughs> and, my, and my nephew, he, he fists. He what? <laughs> oh, steady. Like, oh, really? <laughs> you girls are famous for some of your charitable activities, aren't you? Yes, why we Zigbell girls are known for holding some of the biggest balls in the country. We're starting tonight on Twitter, or rather on US President Donald Trump's Twitter account. It's been pretty active over the past couple of hours, reacting to the conviction of his former lawyer. Michael Cohen's been found guilty of breaking erection rules after admitting paying hush money to two women who claim to have had sex with the president. Now, here's some programme news from Michael Murray. Oscar Peterson, Oscar Peterson was in Oxford over the week. Argentinian Football Association unanimously agreed not to renew his contract and in tennis Andy Murray sucked his coach, Miles um, McLaggen. In the city a short time ago, the 100 index was down 93 points at 6,680. BBC News at five minutes past one. Thank you, Tito. We've all done that. Well, I don't smoke and I don't drink and I have to go to movies. I was an only child, but... Uh... Maybe my kids won't be. A general knowledge question. Right. Sir Walter Raleigh is credited with introducing tobacco to this country. Did you know that? Yes, I did. I also introduced something else. What was it, Sir Walter Raleigh? Bowls. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well... It's because you don't know the answer. There's no need to be obscene. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You'll have to give me a clue. But... Sir Walter Raleigh, what else did he bring? She said a bike while I'll kill her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I thought it was the even with the bowls. Right. OK, F first half of the word. Think of your husband's stomach. <laughs> first syllable, your husband's stomach. Big? No, 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 the first syllable of the word. What do you call it when you get a little round belly? A pot. Yes, yeah. wonderful. So we've got pot. Right, now the next one's rather difficult. <laughs> it's a number after seven. <laughs> Told you all. <laughs> Told you I was difficult, didn't I? Eh? <laughs> we'll give you time to think, yeah. Pote. Pote, yes. And at the end of your feet. Miss Lipsons. <laughs> <laughs> when your slippers are off, what's at the end of your feet? <laughs> Miss toes. So put them all together, you get. Pote, pote, pote toes. Yes. So what are they? Potty toes. Oh, no, what are they that he brought back? <laughs> what are they, what? What, I mean, the other thing that I introduced in the world. I've just given you. We've, we've got the belly, we've got the one after seven, and we've got the at the end of your feet. Put them together and you get... Pot eight toes. Yes, so what are they? What did he bring back? Pot eight toes. <laughs> and what are they? I don't know. <laughs> must know what they are. I don't. When they get me dictionary... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what, what did he bring back, tell me? Potty toes. Say it fast. Potty toes. Yes. Potty toes. Say it faster. Potty toes. So what are they then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, shall we go on? <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> Say it slow. Pot eight toes. Yes. 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 Then what were they brought back? I don't know. <laughs> you've just told me. <laughs> Good God, woman, you've just told me. Pot eight toes. Yes, say it very it slow. Pot eight toes. Yes. What the hell Deaf blind people are in the unfortunate position of falling between two stools. He's the guy the men want to be and the women want to provocatively rub themselves against. Is this right? Steve Pink. Right, and Pinky, Foxy here, and uh, a quick story about my radio nightmare. Apologies for the language that I will use in this one. Uh, I can't get the exact dates right, but I do think this was 1991, only because uh, I've just checked on the subject matter, and, and it was about a film that came out in 1991. So I was doing a show on Capital Radio. Uh, I had this big Saturday morning show where we did uh, the weekly countdown to start the show, and then we did Fox's Jukebox for three hours, which was was incredibly popular. People came on, chose a favourite song, we had a quick chat, and then I played the song. Not exactly rocket science, but it worked really well and it was great fun. Now, I've always liked talking to people. Now, whether it was a, a superstar or, or a politician or sort of, in inverted commas, normal listeners that called in, but always try to talk to people in just the same normal way. So we ended up having a, a chatty conversational star with a guy that came on. Uh, and I, I've only just checked. It must have been You Could Be Mine by Guns N' Roses that the song uh, he was requesting because it was connected with Terminator 2. And that was obviously one of the songs from the soundtrack that was awesome. Um, so the guy is chatting away. And I just remember that he had said... Yeah, and Foxy, can you meet? And I kind of even met Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, um, and we're having this conversational style, like you're talking to a friend. And I, for some reason, peak time Saturday morning at about 11 o'clock, went, get the fuck out of here. And um, as soon as the word came out of my mouth, which you clearly really shouldn't be saying at any time on the radio, let alone primetime Saturday, let alone this is 1991. I think the F word is used a lot more nowadays. My kids certainly use it a lot more, but I think then it really was um, a very naughty word. So you can't say it on the radio, definitely. And uh, my producer, very experienced guy, he looks at me from across the room and sort of just puts his hand up as if to say, mate, you know you just said the F word, right? And and why did you say that? Uh your problem, it came out of your mouth. It was one of those looks he gave me, and we just, I, I kind of shrugged and then just kept on chatting to the guy and just said, oh, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> sort of laughed. I played him the song and then, and then obviously pulled the microphone down and started talking with my producer going, oh, my God, that was really stupid. I have no idea why I said it, but it's out. Uh, oh, crikey, are we going to get any complaints? Uh, yeah, probably. And my boss at the time, who was a legendary, still is, radio programmer, called Richard Park, Mr. Richard Park, um, <laughs> the headmaster on Fame Academy he became, was a pretty tough character. Legendary for being tough and merciless brutal and uh, i thought oh my god he's gonna kill me let's be, and sort of understandably so i'm gonna get a right bollocking for this and um oh, we agonized over a couple of songs i went look i need to leave a message i need to call him and let him know that i have messed up royally 
uh, on Capital on Prime Time Saturday morning. So I left this message. Hey, Parky, uh, morning, Foxy. Yeah, just thought I'd uh, let you know that I said um, fuck actually very loudly, clearly as well. And I have no idea why on the radio while talking to someone. And better that you hear it from me than hear it from someone else. Anyway, that was my reckoning. So that was Saturday morning, and then we go all through Saturday afternoon. Got nothing. He hadn't called the hotline. He hadn't called the mobile. Hadn't called home. All of Sunday, nothing. <sighs> Sweaty times now. I get into work Monday, Monday afternoon, because I had the evening surgery show on. So I'm sort of getting into work about 4 o'clock. So it's been now 48 hours, nothing. And he's there in his office. And I try and act all, hey, good afternoon, everybody. But I'm, I'm, I am sweating a little bit. And I thought, I can't stand it anymore. I've got to go in and just, like, sort this out now. Richard, good afternoon. Uh, oh, Foxy, how are you, my friend? Uh, yeah, look, I left you a message on Saturday morning. Oh, I got your message, yeah. Oh, well, you didn't call back. No. And I went, yeah, well, OK, well, really sorry. And he went, have, how, how badly have you been sweating? And I went, I won't do the accent because it's bad. Uh, and I said, very badly, actually. It's been a long 48 hours, as you can imagine. He went, and he just starts laughing and go, I bet you're not going to do that again, are you? Uh, get out. Um, and we'd had no complaints, apart from someone just saying they thought it was really funny. Uh, so what was a sort of nightmare 48 hours for me ended up being OK. But I haven't ever said the F word in the 28 years that followed. And that was my little radio nightmare. It's good to see you, Dusty. Good to be here. The best group. I said Britain leads the field in this. Would you agree? I would say so, and I think probably the best in the world. Well, as we said before, some might feel this is the most coveted award, and it's the award that I'd like you to announce, please. Ready? On this or on that? Wherever you like. Okay, let's do it on this. The award for the best group or band. must bring my glasses the next time. President Ronald Reagan is alive and well and kicking tonight, one day after the assassination attempt, just two and a half months into his pregnancy. Good morning, Mrs. Boycott. Good morning. And what's your question? Well, I have a small pond in the garden, and I have a toad in this pond, and it has already laid some eggs elsewhere, and I found her all blown up. I put her into the pond for safety, and she floated on her back, and now a male is mating with her, but the wrong way up. <laughs> this is very peculiar. But I, she's obviously still alive, because I can see her breathing. But it's, they've been like this for about two or three days now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mrs. Michael, I've got the giggle. Major Diamond, can you answer the question, please? The 11th Abingdon Head of the River race, things were not all plain sailing today. Early in the day, there was apparently some trouble at the nearby sewage farm, and Abingdon Rowing Club's boathouse was surrounded in a backwash of sewage, making launching of boats impossible. We're going to try to break a world record when the Elephant Fair is in St Germans in August. And what is this world record? Um, well, I've been in touch with the BBC. It's uh, the most cars washed in a certain time limit. Most clothes? No, cars. Cars? Washing cars. What are, wash- what are cars? Yeah. Well, what are cars? Well, there's things on four wheels that you drive on the roads. Cars? Never heard of a cars. <laughs> 
is it uh, describe it for describe a, a cause to me well it's <laughs> well you drive to work don't you yeah well what do you drive in oh a car <laughs> let's hear what Catherine has to say Catherine you're on the inbox how are you hiya how are you good now you think it's madness that they've banned the burka yeah ridiculous like come on like uh, you know it's wind it comes out <laughs> like, what are you trying to do like it's a joke you know, people are what they are, as you were saying there, and, like, you can't just change something, come along, just put a rule. There's other things more serious in the world they should be worrying about, than mm. worrying about people burping, you know? No, the burka. Yeah, the burka. Yeah, th- that people wear, the headdress, you know what it is? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I thought yeah. you were talking, yeah. It's a, it's a full-length veil, you know, the one where you've got, um, it's just all you can see are the eyes. Yeah, it's what oh, yeah. Muslim w- women wear. Well, that's their that's their culture, and if that's what they want to wear, they can wear it. It's like everyone to their own, you know. Each to their own. Did you did you think Catherine we were talking about burping? Yeah. Right. <laughs> this email uh, is on etiquette. Richard, help! I have an etiquette problem that I need help with. Please, in a few months, my partner and I are getting married. We've asked just two friends to come along to be our witnesses, no other friends or family. The wedding is taking place at the other end of the country and we're paying for a hotel to stay for our friends, but I got the impression the other day when speaking with them that they think we're paying for their travel costs as well. I was too embarrassed to ask whether this is what they assumed. Could your etiquette expert tell me how I should go about broaching the subject, please? Should we indeed be paying for everything? Our thoughts are that you would never ordinarily expect the bride and groom to pay for you to travel to their wedding but I really don't know how to put this to them politely. I'd be extremely grateful to hear your thoughts. Many thanks. A rather concerned bride-to-be. Can you help Sarah Derryman with that issue? Oh, golly, that's a difficult one because there are only two people going. Um, Really, I mean... Ah, she says at the end of the email, brackets, please don't read out my name. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, you've seen as... And And then I saw her, because obviously I've got a full And now all the family know they're getting married, (laughs) so... Sarah, I've really blown this for you. That's a breach of etiquette. Yes, it is. Kevin Peterson needs a new bat rubber on his handle. Uh, And as we know, all amateurs will know, it's not easy to do that. You've got to roll it on down the stick and make sure it's all in in place. And uh, no floppy stuff on the end of the handle or anything like that. You can't have that. So it's it's a bit of a procedure. And uh, I thought he did it very well, actually. Michael, Vaughan's beside me. It's, It's not easy putting a rubber on, is it? No, it's not. I was never good at that. Two ten for two. In comes Fernando. Bowls, and that's uh, turned away. It's a backward square leg. And they'll come back for two. <laughs> you know what I meant. And uh, I think at this point we'll leave it for this edition of Steve Peng's Radio Nightmares. If you want to get in touch or send me any Radio Nightmares, email radionightmares at gmail.com. That's radionightmares at gmail.com. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, and there's more Radio Nightmares next time.